Warning, this is an adult-oriented podcast about really perverse things like communication and consent. If you are under 18 and looking for answers to questions about sex or kink, please visit scarletteen.com. For the dude bro listeners, this is the nerdy shit. Fuck off! I just like, I feel like it's not that I can't see, it's just I can't comprehend what I'm seeing anymore. Because there was a point when like... Are you that drunk? (laughs) Right after work? You literally just (laughs) passed... (laughs) Do you ever get so drunk that you can't see? Because I feel like I can't see anything right now. No. <laughs> That's not what the I was saying. What the fuck is your class? What are you taking at that school? I wasn't... First of all, I was normally working. It's the, normally it's the professors that are smashed. I was working, so I would deserve to be drunk, okay? But... <laughs> She's a substance abuse counselor. <laughs> <laughs> I probably oh, shouldn't say anything. Oh, we joke, but jeez. Mm. <laughs> I, like, I think my boss listens to this podcast, so oh, that was a joke. Kinky. <laughs> be sure to put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me so much shit. No. <laughs> From Bakersfield to Mount Olympus, Gotham Press talks naughty business. Sexual topics to explore your whoredom. Good if you're new or kinky Yoda. Gotham Press Podcast. Your parents warned you about. Hello, Gothamites, and welcome back to the Gotham Press Podcast. This is one of your hosts, Anemic Princess. I am joined today by another one of our fellow hosts, Thief of Dreams. Hello, hello, hello. And Greedy Paul. I was totally going to start singing the theme, but then you jumped right into it, and like, I feel cheated. I'm trying to help Thief with his editing. Yep. You're welcome. Curses. <laughs> Before we get started, as always, we'd like to say a big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. For just $1 a month, you can help the podcast thrive. And for $5 a month, you get early access to our episodes right before they come out. If you want to know everywhere that you can find us, just go ahead and check the show notes. And we would like to thank our sponsors today. Mm, Definitely. I think we should thank them all. Like I think so. Yeah. Beginning of the podcast. So our first podcast, or excuse me, our first sponsor. Let's talk about piercings by BLLC now at a new location. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. She got her new. She got her own place. Bitchin'. I think she has her own room in a new place. Own room. Okay. Oh. Yes. Um, Bitchin'. I don't believe it is open quite yet, but they're going to be having their grand opening soon. So you can contact B for more information on that. Um, I don't know that I have. You just go to her website, piercingsbyb.com. Yep, just go over to her website and it will list where her new location is and where she'll be piercing out of. Um, I mean, Greedy and I can vouch she does very good work. Oh, yeah. We have some pretty solid holes in our nipples that are decorated beautifully. I don't know about you, Mel, but my nipples are very, very happy. Oh, yes. My nipples are extremely happy. And then being decorated makes other people happy. Got her talking about her nipples. Way to go. Well, (laughs) Team player. (laughs) Good job. Uh, Thanks, B. Uh, (laughs) Let's move on to another one of our sponsors, Thief's Touch. And once you know it, we have that very mentioned thief here. We do. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Thief's Touch? Thief's Touch uh, offers floggers for everyday occasions or for the nighttime occasions as well. Um, Currently on Etsy, 
and you can go find it at the Etsy shop slash, well, wait, how does that work? I don't even know how Etsy works. Etsy.com slash shop slash Thief's Touch. That sounds about work? right. Something like that. But just be careful at Etsy. There's a lot of <clears throat> not handmade floggers on there that I noticed the other day when I went searching. I was like, I wonder what mine, how you know high up mine come up if you type in like leather floggers. They're nowhere to be seen because it's all just trashed, like thirty dollars China made mm. shit floggers. that would end up in kinky dollar store. Yep. Yeah. So it sounds like if you want someone reputable to make your floggers for you, you're gonna have to go through Thief's Touch. Well, among others out there. At the Touch. We're yeah. going to go through the Touch. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, oh. Speaking. What the hell? It's just. Why, why are you putting sound effects in like real life now? <laughs> real time. Speaking of. Oh, yes. Speaking of uh, some kinky toys. Oh, sound effects. Smacks. Smacks. Right. No. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was that outside? I think it was outside. What's outside? Sex! <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh, baby! Yeah! You're right like that! Daddy Deeper! I would, like, add to this, but I feel like it's so much better having two male voices go at it. <laughs> Yeah, we're traumatizing the neighbors. (laughs) Whoops! Mommy, why is the man next door calling the other man daddy? What does daddy deeper mean? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of handmade toys. uh, (laughs) Who are we kidding? That kid clearly probably knows more than we do. Let's Uh talk about JW Battles. (laughs) Ooh, the smacky things. Yes, the smacky things. The smacky things that can be used both as sticky things and as study things. That's true. Yes, very, very good. Uh, we enjoy their wood. Very, very much. much. Very, very, very much. You can find some of their stock on their website. Um, also, I believe they still may be selling out of the stock room as well. They are. It was really nice. The first time I visited the stock room, I like... Went all the way to the back to go find the paddles, just so I could see one of their paddles there, and it made me very happy. Nice. Wait, what's the stock room? You've never heard of the stock room? No. JT Stock Room in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, L.A. That's why. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why. Wah wah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't get down to L.A. very often. Well, unlike JW Paddles, that you know sells out of JT Stock Room, Brat of Steel Passies, uh, Steel Brat Passies. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, Lala is here. Right? <laughs> Steel Brat Passies sells out of the Eclectic Emporium in Bakersfield. So, I mean, if you want to go to a local place for something that our sponsors actually sell stuff out of, he does. you can go there. He does? Yeah. yeah. He did. Did when? he stop? These Touch did. sells out of there. Used to. Or still kind of does. There's like two I'm, in there. I, everything's running together now. I, <laughs> Wow. If you would like to get a pacifier from from Steel Brat Passies, you can find his shop both on Instagram and on FetLife. Those are going to be probably the two best ways to reach out to him. He does custom passies, and also if you let if you want to let him have a little bit of creative freedom, he does a wonderful job. He has great centerpieces. All of his passies can be taken apart and sanitized as well, and he's very careful about his shipping process as well too. And they're they're 
emphasis on the adult part of that because they yes. are adult passies. Like they are made for adults. They're rugged and more durable than like the cheap 99 cent ones you get your kid. Yeah, don't get your kid one of these. Uh... Not what they're meant for. And also they'd be too big for their mouth. Yeah. A one-year-old trying to suck on one that says daddy's little slut would probably not be a good yeah. idea. Maybe, yeah. I tried to buy my niece a shirt one time when she was born that said like, daddy's little squirt or something like that <laughs> and my sister would not let her wear it uh-oh yeah <laughs> or, it gets better than what you think of it yeah <laughs> it was either that or one that said like my balls are bigger than yours or something like that <clears throat> well she's no fun <laughs> yeah. hung like a donkey <laughs> mommy doesn't swallow yeah, all mommy wanted was a bag rub. <laughs> I saw one uh, in the store a couple months ago that just said, like, my parents aren't good at social distancing. Nice. <laughs> oh, Anal's her... too painful. <laughs> I, I did buy a shirt. Who did I get that for? It was somebody that had a kid, and I don't remember who, but it just said, they shake me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, if there is a hell, we are all going there. Funny you should mention that. That is actually the website that I gave room. T-shirt hell. No shit. Yep. Wow. Anyway, we veered off to talking about terrible things about children. If you'd like an adult pacifier for an adult. Yes. (laughs) That may sometimes go into little space. Or really can kind of use it for anything. I know some people use it to help them uh, as like a stimming tool. Some people use it to help them from grinding their teeth at night. Some people said it helps them from snoring as well, too. Really? Yeah. So there's a few different ways you can use it. Or even if you just want to have it as a showpiece, it's really great. I believe that Miss Leopard said a couple of episodes ago that she's had one for several years and it's lasted really well. I know that I've had mine for, well, I know I've had one of mine for at least three years now. And it's still like literally in perfect condition. That is a long ass time. Yeah. And I mean, I put mine through the ringer because when I'm in little space, I'm, I'm a chewer. So, and the uh, nipple part of it is still completely fine. The shield looks just fine. So, those things are rugged. I know. You got me talking about my nipples again. (laughs) Rugged nipples. My my rugged nipples. (laughs) Nipple shields. Uh, So, thank Mm. you so much, sponsors. (laughs) Pasties? No. No I've been invited to a dungeon where they have a no pink policy. Nope. Uh, no, really? So you nope. have to cover? Have to cover everything. Yeah. Interesting. Well, what if I'm not pink as a brown person? I Ooh. ask this. That is a damn fine question. <laughs> oh, I love this rule. question. Calling out those unconscious biases. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, calling out one of mine, too, because I like. To use that line from a movie, and I can't remember. Oh, I think it was Pump Up the Volume. Love and kisses on all your pink parts. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. It was either Pump Up the Volume or Heather's. Never saw either. I don't think it was in Heather's. No. Then it was Pump Up the Volume. It was Christian Slater, regardless. Yeah, that's what matters. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. My sweet little news assistant at work. He looks like, this sounds like the weirdest sentence to me. A baby-faced Christian Slater, and I have been having the hardest time, the hardest time, not saying good boy to him. 
I cannot separate my kink brain from vanilla life quite so much whenever he's around because he's just so sweet, super service around. You know what he did today? Today I was I was sweeping and he said, "Can I do that for you, ma'am?" Ma'am? Yes, he says, "Ma'am." Whoa. He says, "Please and thank you," and "Ma'am." And so, but he came. He rushed over. <clears throat> he said, "Can I do that for you, ma'am?" And I looked at him and I said. Yeah, sure, you can. Absolutely. Because I just had to leave that situation because I've had so many close calls with calling him a good boy because he's just so eager to assist, right? But I'm like, I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable. I don't want yeah. to, like, pass that, you know? But he's just so sweet. And so what, I, what I've tried to do now is I've every time I have the urge to say that, I try to say something in coordination with sweetheart. Right. So like I called him, I said, you're such a sweetheart to him earlier because he had done something for me. Right. And like he just grinned super big. And I sat there and I was like, how old is this kid? He's 22 or 23. Something tells me he's not quite past puberty and just has a major hard on for you. I mean, that's that's a dangerous thing to have when I'm your superior. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. I, I, I sense a class in your near future. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about it. Oh, I wish you would say more because I don't feel like I'm catching it. <laughs> this is going over my head. I'm missing it. Harassment. A harassment yeah, class? Yeah. yeah. Hostile work environment. Harassment. I'm, I feel so bad. Because here's the thing. He's also like, and I, and you know, our our supervisor made a point to warn him of this. Um, he is the only male that's in our department. Uh-huh. Um, and so he, she was just, you know, just want to let you know, you're the only one. And you probably, since the history of our department, I'm pretty sure he's the only one that has ever been. Okay. And we were even were cracking a joke earlier because he went to answer his first call from a student and he answered and they hung up. And he was really confused. And I said... I wonder if it's because you have an obviously masculine voice. And they said, I can't be in the right spot because <laughs> only women work here, you know? So I've been, I've been very careful and I've been letting my other student assistant who is also um, uh, AFAB speak to him mostly. Cause I just sit there is and I'm it, like, I need to try to like wrap my brain around this and get it together because this is not okay. <laughs> do you work in the kitchen? No. Is this going on can in my you, head again? Can you tell us what you do? Can you tell the air what you do? Apparently it went over both Apparently your heads. I, I, I shouldn't <clears> say You it said only no, women work there. So <clears> I was saying <throat> kitchen. No, it was a very sexist remark. Yes, it Oh, was. okay. So you're being a terrible person. Yeah. I, was was trying to, I was trying that to was turn it, but yes. apparently that flopped. <laughs> wah, wah. Nope. He was being himself. Not really. I was playing a role. <laughs> I certainly hope you were. <laughs> this podcast is not the place for role play, my friend. Or <laughs> is it? it could I be. mean, if we negotiate it. Mm, <laughs> I'm always here for that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I feel like we've derailed enough. Do we want to talk about uh, our topic today? Why not? I hear it's going to be kind of sexy. Which one? About <laughs> There's a couple. I There's mean, a couple. It's about sex. Let's put it that way. But it may not get you in a sexy mood, admittedly. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I, I think I think any time that we talk about 
talk about things that could potentially be a block for you and make it make it a little more real make it something tangible make it something that's um approachable and ultimately something you can overcome i think that definitely qualifies as sexy you know you're absolutely right so i think that this is something we should definitely talk about because i feel like it's something that should be normalized and the words that i had originally heard this as was uh kink or libido uh discordance okay um, and the idea that what it's actually typically called when people refer to it is sexual desire discrepancy or SDD. And it typically describes when two partners, because of when this was made, right? When two partners in an intimate relationship desire different levels or different frequency of sexual activity. Isn't that everybody? Right. I mean, it would right. seem to me. It, w- to it would seem like in a lot of, um, I mean, at least, you know, typically in relationships that the people participating in the relationship are going to naturally have different drives. Especially after the initial kind of lustfulness thing washes away and you're just like, all right, it's been seven times and I just want to go to bed tonight. Is that Hmm. possible? No, because now they're pissed off or they think that, that you don't find them attractive anymore and you're like, Dude, it's one fucking night. Like, I just wanted to go to sleep. I'm tired. Like, why are you making this a huge thing? It doesn't have to be. And that's, that's like, a big thing for a lot of people when they're... And it happens at different times, right? So, for some people, it's after that NRE, the new relationship energy phase, you know, where a lot of times, depending on your relationship, I know with my relationships, we tend to be, like, fucking, like, bunnies every single day. Mm -hmm. And when that finally kind of dies down the sex drive will start to, uh, uh, for one or both of the partners, or however many partners really, kind of starts to die down a little bit too, right? And then that's when the discordance comes in. Or maybe, like, you crave it at one time, a partner craves it at another time. I know that I had an issue um, with a previous partner where he was a really big fan of morning sex. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand morning sex. Really? I want to sleep. I want to sleep for as long as possible. If you wake <clears throat> me up, I'm not happy. I'm not in a sexy mood. I don't want to have morning sex. If I'm already awake even, and I haven't been awake for at least an hour, I haven't had coffee, I haven't done any of those things, I don't want you to touch me. Because mm-hmm. I am a very grumpy morning person. But that is the time of day where, like, you know, obviously, you know, he, he would wake up with a raging heart on and want to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And morning sex to him was really, like, sweet and intimate with past partners. And for me, it was definitely not that. That's like trying to wrangle a cat. <laughs> so. <laughs> nice. So, and then, but also, I definitely preferred sex in the evening because I'd be like, oh, you know, I just got back from, like, a long, hard day and all this work. And I just want some stress relief. And he's very just kind of like, I want to go to bed, man. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all were uh, polar opposites for your, your sex schedule. Oh, yeah, for sure. For a while I were. And, you know, that relationship didn't work out for other reasons. But that was definitely probably part of it was that we couldn't figure out how to. What it really was, we couldn't figure out how to be intimate with each other without sex being included. Oh. That's actually what ended it. And so we were depending on sex for so long to be our our form of intimacy uh-huh. that when we no longer when it became so discordant in terms of sex we couldn't figure out or even want to try to figure out another way to be intimate with each other to try to wow. fill some of that hole there <laughs> fill the hole, ah, fill the hole. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I don't know. Has that ever in term? Let's talk just about sex, not even with kink yet. Just with sex. Has that ever happened to either of you in like past sexual relationships where you feel like you've been discordant or with the other person? Every yes. single one of them. Every single one of them. Every single. Yeah, one basically. Of them. Because you know, I would assume that it's not. This makes me feel a lot better because I just thought it was for a while. I thought it was just me until I realized what it took was polyamory for me to realize having more than uh-huh. one other person to recognize that it's a normal thing for this to happen. You know? Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll use myself as a, the example. Um, when I got married, I was I was a rabbit. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wanted to fuck all the time, every single day, morning, noon, night, didn't matter. And she was happy about that, you know? Uh, granted, it wasn't quite as much as she wanted, but w- it was it was pretty comparable, so close. Mm-hmm. Um, after I don't know the first two years, that kind of wore off, uh, but it, it took a considerably long time for that to happen. Um, it wore off for her faster, and mm. I I still wanted to I still wanted to have our sex life like we did. And she did not, you know, she, she had no interest in it. So it was like, okay, well back to porn for me then. (laughs) And that put a wedge between us because, you know, now suddenly I'm seeking, I'm seeking my sexual gratification from external sources, not her. Mm. And I felt like she was the one that did that because she's rejecting me. She's, she's pushing me back. She's saying no so many times and it's like okay well i thought we had this and now i suddenly don't yeah. and i had no idea where that was coming from i thought there was something wrong with me so again you're not the only person for that to happen to you know yeah. i'm sure I'm sure others have had that happen as well did you think that like it was not ending a relationship but like she wanted out and that's why or like what was going through your head reasons why like were you thinking without asking? Well, um, yes, there there was always the possibility that she was just getting tired of me or wanted to move on or something. Um, but at the time, I, I also kind of believed that, you know, religion, um, mm-hmm. there was no, no leaving it. it. We were committed. And I was met, ready to make that, commit, that sacrifice. And um, so that really wasn't an option. Um, as far as, uh, other stuff, I later found out that she was being less than faithful and, um, getting her satisfaction from external sources as well. Mm. Only it wasn't, uh, wasn't porn. Right. Damn. Yeah. Well, whatever. It happens. Mm Mm-hmm. It happened. And if that little voice is screaming at you. Probably give it some sort of heed. Yeah. yeah. Especially if that other voice is a friend of yours that you're talking to daily on the yep. phone who keeps telling you it's over, you need to leave, and you're just like, I don't know, bro. Like, <sighs> I'm kind of feeling like maybe mm-hmm. there's... No, just fucking go. Pack That's it up. He's trying to help. They're trying to help. Just leave. Yeah. I had, I had friends and family that were saying that, but I knew better. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I yep. was on the exact same boat, yep. too. Oh, to speak to that real quick... Any friend, any anybody that finds themselves in the friends situation, be patient, okay? 
they're going to say, yeah, you're full of shit. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, I'm here for you anyway. Be that friend. Don't be the friend that fucking walks away. Because when that relationship does collapse, and it's probably fucking going to collapse, when it does, you can be there to support. And don't rub it in their face either. Mm -hmm. Right. Be there like, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm here for you. Okay, well, I would like to admit to being a very toxic piece of shit for a little bit because okay. um not anymore but back in the day <laughs> when i would be like talking to somebody but you know we're, we're not dating or anything but we're 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 sending sex stuff back and forth and then they'd be like oh you know i don't i can't do this anymore i, I got a boyfriend what and my thoughts i'd be like oh hey i will i would tell them that's fine that's cool hey no problem don't worry about it i'll completely stop you know, no pressure, nothing like that. We still be friends. Everything's good. In the back of my head, I'm thinking, I'll be here when he leaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that was my thought process was like, I will keep, like, instead of being like, oh, okay, just parting ways. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so that line's still in the water. We'll just let it marinate over mm-hmm. here until. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus, that is horrible. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I, I would like to say that I can, at the very least, uh, attest to what Greedy was saying about being the being the friend yeah. that is yeah. going to wait there and be there when it kind of inevitably falls apart. Because I was in that situation recently with one of my friends. She's now living with me. Oh. Because the, the situation was so bad, and we had to tell her, you know, kind of on a, a, a source, like, uh, several times that, you know, over the past couple of months, really, that's when it started. It, it got bad. The thing is, is, we knew that had to be going on for a while because it finally got bad enough where we could see it through a Facebook chat. Oh. If we can see how bad your, your abuse is through a Facebook chat, because we were in there with both of them. And it's wow. bled out onto there. Then we know how much longer she had been dealing with it without anyone there to verify. Yeah, yeah. Her her thoughts that maybe this would this was wrong. Well, and I, I would I would say that that situation where it's an abusive situation is, is a lot different than something that's just a relationship ending. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was gonna what I was gonna say was when that relationship does end and you're there for your friend. Don't badmouth the ex. No, no, yeah. Don't ever do that. Like, console them. Tell them to, you know, remember the good times. Because there was good times. There's always mm-hmm. good times. And, and but don't, yeah, don't go down that path. Because in two weeks when they hook back up, uh-huh. they're, they're going to remember. remember. Yep. And it's it's more important for them to make the decision. Yes. That's, that's kind of like the biggest thing about it. Right? Like, you can provide what you can. I mean, I know with her, with her situation, it was... It was getting to the point that seeing the things that they were arguing about and talking about that happened in the group chat was triggering me to remembering my, you know, abusive situation. So finally I messaged her and mind you, at the time she lived in Missouri Mm -hmm. and I said, I have a free room. I will find a way to get you if you just come here because I'm now now it's at the point where I don't care if you want to continue dating this person, but I'm scared for your safety to be physically around him. Yeah. And so that was enough to get her to start talking about it and trying to figure out how it happened. And so I, you know, my two of my partners end up taking the time off of work to go fly out there and go get her. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. So now she's here with us 
And she has a, she's also a, a polyamorous, non-monogamous person. Nice. So she's been, she's had an interest in uh, someone in our friend group for a long time. So she's finally being able to kind of like explore that to kind of know. I'm excited for it because even if that relationship doesn't work out, it's knowing something other than what she's had for the past several years. Yeah, true. So I think that will be healthy. Fingers crossed it's going to be healthy. Right. I don't know how this conversation took a turn into that. I'm really sorry. But <laughs> don't be sorry. It's all good. No, we were talking about um, uh, sexual discord. Yeah. Like uh, one partner wanting to have sex more often, the other partner not wanting oh, to have it so right. often. That's right. And it devolved very quickly. So I'll blame myself for that because <laughs> I started that shit. I well, think it was still a good conversation yeah. to have, though. I agree. It was. So and for the... You were asking about experiences. Yeah. And I said that every single one of my relationships, because... I am the biggest crazy person and hypocrite sexually that there ever is. Because, well, hmm. So, even with, like, ED problems, Mm -hmm. I still want to make out. I still want to have a little sexy time. I still want to get my partner off. Yeah. But they're just not getting dick. But I still want to try sometimes. Yeah. But not all the time because then that's just anxiety inducing and panic stricken. And yep. I'm like, okay, so I can't. And so for them, they'll be like, okay, so you said no sex. I'm good with that. But now you, you want, okay, you want, okay, you want sex. Okay. So next time, oh, no, you don't want, okay. So it's, it can be kind of like a landmine with me. I, I kind of feel like at that point, you would have to communicate with your partner what, the, what your definition of sex is, right? right. Um, because I know that the general idea of sex is like a penis entering a vagina, right. which, you know, for several reasons, for several people, that's not the case of what, what sex could be. True. So, and also, I think you also need to talk about whether um, orgasm for both of you is the goal. Because I've been, I mean, I've even like been on a hookup where... You know, the we were going at it, and the guy just told me, he was like, let me make something clear really quickly. Um, the goal is to get you off. Probably not me, because my new medication's been messing with me, but I'm still having fun. So I just need you to know that. And I was like, okay, you know, it's pretty nice for him to say Wait, during the hookups. Heck yeah. Do you communicate with people? <laughs> How the fuck does that work? I would, you get a degree in it like I have. I would have to. I am so terrified of... I need to drink some water. Go for it. That ASMR is so good. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've been so fucking thirsty. I'm sorry. That's okay. We'll continue. Okay. Yeah, communication's never been a strong suit, especially when it comes to well. So for most of my life, like that was a shameful thing that I hid from everybody. Communication. Mm. No, the whole ED thing and just, oh yeah you know. yeah, so like I it was you know I mean it's you're not a man if you're not like just railing out, pushing her down yeah every day, and so it was it was it's very much a hidden thing so yeah I don't know how to well usually if if I'm getting get into like a relationship or something with somebody then that's something I bring up and it's it's always answered with oh it's no big deal don't worry about it. And then turns into a big deal. It turns later into a on. big deal. I'm yeah, like, but that was also before I discovered polyamory. 
mm-hmm. at all. Like, and so now I'm just like, that's not, an, doesn't have to be an issue. It doesn't have to be a relationship ending issue for me. Like it was yeah. before, like in a, in a monogamous relationship where ultimately ends up with them stepping out and being like, eh, I can't, I understand. Like, all right, have fun. Well, that's like, like with me and my female partner, we're, um, we're not very uh, libido discordant. We're kind of generally on the same page most of the time. We're both kind of really good at starting intimacy with each other. Um, and we, we both just kind of function the same way, right? So like when we, when we want something, we go for it and it's totally fine. Um, now with our shared partner, that's not always the case. Sometimes like, you know, he walks in, he's making out and he's like, hell yeah. And he hops up in there. Right. <laughs> we have good old threesome going, but other times like he'll just kind of like, he'll come in there, you know, and he sees us start to get riled up and he, I'm really glad that he does this now. He makes a point to say whether or not he wants to engage in that, but he'll always say, he's just kind of like, Hey, I'm not really feeling it right now. But I would love for you two to get each other off. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to go go do some forming or I'm going to, you know, go do this. Because I really enjoy the fact that he's really honest about whether he even wants to yeah. or not. Because I think that it's kind of like that, what you were talking about. Like, you know, men are supposed to just be ready to go fucking dick someone down all the time or yep. whatever, right? Like, it kind of seems like they're not allowed to say no. Or True. not right now. Yeah, or you're you're a little bitch if you do. Like you're. Yeah. But it makes personally, it makes me feel so much better that he's advocating for himself rather than trying to put himself in a situation where he maybe doesn't really feel like doing anything, but he feels pressured to to, you know, to have to perform for something he doesn't even want to do. So. I I can see that. I can also see a problem with like accidentally starting something yeah and not knowing how to get out of it yeah because like I, i've done that plenty of times too where i'm just like there, there's something in the back of my head that's just like tease a little bit mm-hmm. tease a little bit let me see how far how come, oh you're really turned on right now huh i'm not but i mean shit what do i do now like i don't yeah. <laughs> i didn't want this but i couldn't stop myself from like starting it yeah, I mean, like, I, I know that feeling, too. Because sometimes you're like, sometimes I just want to make out and touch up on your titties. Yeah. You know? And then, like, they're raring to go. I mean, the good thing about being kinky and generally being a top is that, you know, if I do that and I'm just like, haha, just kidding. I was just I was just teasing you, but now I'm going to deny you. And really, I'm just like, I don't feel like fucking right now. <laughs> so, you know, if you if their kink works into your hands and you can work it around your schedule, by all means, do it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like now is a good time to talk about kink discordance, right? Because that's a little bit different. You know, sexual discordance is just the, oh, we don't necessarily want to, have, we don't have the same sex drive, you know, like, or we want to do it at different times of the day or a different, a different amount of times. I feel like kink discordance what would you do, especially if you entered into the lifestyle with a partner? What would you do if your kinks don't line up with each other? That's that would depend on on the partner and the relationship itself. Because if it's, I don't. There's just so much. There's so many options. Like you can mm-hmm. you can have play partners. You can you can you know, maybe have other partner partners and dynamics 
and it's just kind of all depends on y- the two of you, like what you're comfortable with. Yeah, and I think at that point, like that's sort of you know engaging in a little bit of non-monogamy, at least in the traditional sense, right? Mm-hmm. That's what would, true. What would you say about like maybe monogamous partners, maybe that are entering it? You know, they're wanting to explore these things together, and you know, maybe they realize they're both tops or they're both bottoms. How do you think the way to navigate that would be? Non-sexually? Yeah. Let's say non-sexually specifically. Non-sexually would be easier, I feel like, because then you could have a scene partner that isn't necessarily... And we've had this discussion before and kind of a debate, too. A scene partner that's not really a relationship partner. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just... It's a friend that you've seen with. Yeah. There's nothing sexual about it. Or even if there's a little sexualness about it, it's not fantastically sexual you know Mm -hmm. it's it's not like you're not getting off to that it's just you're you're being turned on by the act itself not the the person yeah so i think that would be a lot easier than if it was a sexual thing or a kink or fetish that was very sexual because then you're treading into you're with another person yeah you're absolutely being with another person so I, d- I don't see how that would work in a monogamous thing without a lot of understanding and non-jealousy. I don't know what the word for non-jealousy is. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so uh, compersion, trouble, uh, comfort. Um, All of those. Okay. Duvet. Well, okay, so compersion <laughs> compersion is getting delight out of your partner's pleasure. Yeah. Well, I just meant being able to, okay, but that might be kind of a kink. In a, and I think that would, if you had that, then you probably wouldn't have this issue. Well, I mean, I guess to a certain extent, well, I've heard of people who are monogamous but are open. Yeah. Right? So that that could be a definition in of itself. Wait, monogamous but open relationship? Yeah, they'll have an open relationship, but they're emotionally re- monogamous. So like swinging. Oh, swinging. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know why I would not consider swinging monogamous. Okay, so... I think it's your idea of what monogamy is. Yeah. That, yeah that's there's, there's, there's people out there that justify it as as long as you're not having an emotional bond with somebody else, then it's not cheating. You mm-hmm. can go fuck them because sex is just a physical thing. Right. You don't have to, you don't have to be emotionally tied. I personally don't understand that. I, I lack the ability to comprehend it. I mean, I can hear it and I can kind of kind of get what they're saying but it makes no sense to me because i am emotionally bound i would yeah i was just gonna say that I didn't... so there there are people that can have sex mm-hmm. without getting emotionally bound to another person i can have better sex well not better i can i can more easily have like penis vaginal intercourse with a complete stranger uh-huh. than somebody that i've met known or have a relationship with okay because it's it's there's no stress i don't I'm not worried about having to explain my whole history of my mm-hmm. life to them and like ask for forgiveness for not being able to perform for them. Yeah. It's just like, I don't ever have to see you again. Like, yeah, I don't I even can, know your fucking name. Like, I, this could be disappointing and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And usually for some reason, everything works. There you go. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. Therapy would help, but you know... <laughs> Well, Maybe. I was going to say, w- without outing them, one of my partners is very capable of that, too. 
Yeah. Does not need to have any sort of emotional bond to have good sex with somebody and never talk to them again. I th- I thought I could be that person. Uh-huh. I really did think so. But I realize now that even, and I'm someone who does hookups, you know, I need to like you. Like, I need right. to, like, generally, like, I can need to have a conversation with you yeah. and, like, like you to some sort of extent before yeah. I have sex with you. Otherwise, I'm not going to have a very good time. I'm going to be in my brain the whole time. But if I go, like, you know, this this is a pretty cool person, then I have such a better time. Maybe because I'm more willing to communicate because I feel safe to communicate, like, mm-hmm. my needs yeah. at that yeah. point. So well, you're just more into it, too. Like, you're, yeah. more, you're more there instead of just being, like, all right, so we're having sex. Cool. I got a thing at five thirty. I need yeah. to do, like you know, just kind of wandering thoughts elsewhere too. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know how that would handle with the with the different kinks besides literally just kind of encouraging other people to <laughs> other people to fill in the gaps. Ooh, that's some good ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. My partner just walked in and he brought me food. Hi, this, partner. This how, is, you, how do you know that's howdy. for you? Howdy, partner. Because he was texting me about <laughs> it. <laughs> that's so my love language. You're on phone during the podcast? Oh. oh, what do you know? It's my love language, too. Thanks for bringing me food. <laughs> yeah. well, I didn't know you were here. If I had known, if someone communicated. It's not like you live here. <laughs> well, it's not like you get ready for work normally around this time. Yeah, okay, that's valid. That's valid. <laughs> You know, if we were recording tomorrow night, I wouldn't be doing this right now because I'd have my ass in the seat right now. So, <laughs> in the seat at work. Oh, so I'm like ass in the seat doesn't really narrow it down. Could no. be in room. Could yeah. be in that chair. Uh, no. Could be in no. a, a, a uh, equipment operator. Different kind of chair. Oh wait, no, you'd be under the chair if that was the case. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have my head under the chair yes. right now. Yeah. Grease like, the, oh, that's my happy place. I don't know if this one's plugged in. No, it yeah, is. it's hot. It's hot. Yep. That's his happy place. Thank you, babe. Uh, dude, sit down. I'm Join us. Come, no, come on, come on, come on. You are now our come guest. On. Bring Grab it. Grab your drink. You don't have sit headphones, your ass. but no. Just, just pretend that that microphone screen, the pop screen right there, is her clit. Okay, just get all up in its business. Don't do that. Just just talk into it. Be the clit commander. (laughs) The commander of the clit. I I was just saying, don't don't pretend it's her clit. Don't just just, don't start licking it. Talk into it. Yeah, yeah. You're you're not trying to make it squirm. Just leave that there for right now, dude. All right. You just want your mouth right there so that it's you know the nose is just just. Rubbing the hood, just massaging the hood. Oh yeah, that's it. Eight hour day, I immediately have to like jump on a podcast. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. See, I had a ten hour day. Introducing our very late guest, Gigantor Forty One. It's Forty One yeah, on there. Right? Yeah, okay. You are not Forty One. No, I'm not. Okay. It was hotter. Say. Oh, I, I know you would <laughs> oh, think it would be hotter. It was his football. No, what? What? <laughs> Did we just discover something on the podcast? Was that, was that really your football <laughs> number? No, that's my favorite basketball player's number. <laughs> <laughs> but funny coincidence. Um, you, you probably don't know him. It's a tall white guy. Um, Larry, Larry Bird? Bird? No. <laughs> tall, taller than Larry Bird. <laughs> the other tall white guy. 
He's the only white Wait, dude I know in the white NBA. guy in the NBA? Well, was. He retired. Y'all just oh. showed your age. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. um, he won league MVP. Okay, so there's this thing called basketball. That you and know then way of. over there in a different area of the world is me. Oh, Wait, yeah, you know Larry on. Bird. Isn't Curry half white? I don't know. No? no. Who's no. Curry? Is another basketball player. He has an I'm ugly thinking brother. Indian food. Yeah, he's his parents are both black, but they're both light skinned. Yeah. Damn. Wow. They're also getting a divorce. I hate how much I know about basketball now. Let's stop talking about basketball. I'm upset. Anyway, hey baby. Um hey. <laughs> <laughs> we are currently talking about kink and libido discordance. Do you know what those are? Can you take a guess from some well, context? I, I know what libido is. I don't. I, what was that one? Discord. Kink. Kink and libido discordance. Like, okay. What 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 is it? Like, educate me. Please. Okay, so your sex drive is A. Well, right. That that that's libido. Her sex drive is B. Yeah. Your mutual partner's sex drive is C. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So each of you has a different sex drive. Right. Yes. So, if the two of you were monogamous, God forbid, <laughs> and your sex drive being A didn't match her sex drive being B, that would be a discord. But if the three of them worked on eight-hour eight shifts and they could completely rotate around the 24-hour cycle. Yes. Yes. Go. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Somebody's getting satisfied. <laughs> Hopefully, all three of you. So, it's whenever you experience different levels uh, or of... Sexual um, frequency or want for that, I guess you should drive? say. Drive? Yeah, sex drive. Yeah. When you have different sex drives or in the terms of kink, if you have uh, different kinks or different wants in the in kinks. Oh, okay. So, and like, um, for instance, let's say daddies and, and littles, right? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe the person who's a daddy isn't, like, really in that space, but the little's like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh, yeah, that's like, no, that's the way we haven't discussed about it yet. Uh, when it comes to headspaces, maybe if you are in a set dynamic, like with Gigantor and I, so like I'm his little and he's my daddy, maybe if I really said, you know, I really want to go into the little space, I want to do this, I want to do that, and, you know, he's come home from a long, hard day and that's kind of, doesn't really want to take care of another person in a little space for a couple of hours, that would be another way of having some kink discordance, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yep. Or if the the whole dynamic change if he came home and he's like i i'm just not into it anymore like i don't want to be your daddy or i want to be a little <laughs> i'm like that would break their heart first yeah. off right that, that but would I really mean, hurt but that yeah. can happen because our 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 desires our wants our needs especially in kink change over time right that could mm-hmm. happen but what i believe would happen for us, i'm going to use us as an example is we would have conversations and communicate before it's just like a hard stop. There we are, back to communication. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, this is a foreign concept to me. Well, on was, so many levels. I was gonna say we have had conversations like that before because, you know, Gigantor and I were previously in a, like a pretty set dom sub dynamic that we end up putting on hold, especially because like I mean part of it was COVID. It just completely like derailed our dynamic and we realized how much of it was based on us being able to be with our community and being able to do that with them 
But, you know, another big part of that was just the, my, my switchiness got a little bit worse. <laughs> uh-huh. And I didn't really want to submit as often as, as I did before. You know, so that communication thing is really important. Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm basically letting them, like, spread their wings and explore their switchiness. Yeah. Slash, um, like, top side of yeah. themselves. So <laughs> very distinctly not with him. Yeah. That's, that sounds like a very healthy relationship. Man, I hope so. Like, that, that's something that you do in a healthy relationship. Instead of being like, no, you can't do that. You can't be more switchy. Like, this is... This is how we got into this. This is what we agreed on. You're going to stay in this. Like, it could just be me. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But, like, I firmly believe in no matter what type of relationship you're in, could be kink, could be something vanilla. If you start restricting someone, that's when it gets unhealthy. Right. Well, Well, yeah, very much. That's very toxic. I have a counter to that. Okay. Um... My counter to that is uh, MS relationships, where some of those, not definitely not all MS relationships, but some relationships you have uh, two decisions, and you are the slave in that relationship, which is to enter that relationship or to leave that relationship. And there's lots of things that tend to happen in those relationships, you know, reviewing contracts, reviewing your wants, needs, and boundaries, and stuff like that. But I don't want to discount the people that are actively consenting to having that portion of their life cut off from them because they have their them giving their devotion to their master. That's very true. Right. Fair. Thank you for the correction. I was just thinking in the terms of non-consensual. Yeah. yeah. So stuff. was I. Like yeah. that was. I I just kind of assume that everybody knows that we accept and understand that there is that dynamic out there, and so we're like kind of like when I say guys suck. I don't mean all guys, but mm-hmm. let's be honest, all guys suck. don't be that person that says not all guys because then you're that person. But yeah, I just I feel like in this space, um, it's good to clarify. Yeah, for those sure. Those kind of things, um, because you never know who is listening and what sort of misconceptions they may have around kink and dynamics. Right. And so and it could I, be their first time listening and they're like, well, wait a minute. I, this is a kinky podcast, but you're like shitting on my thing. Like. Exactly. And I, I just feel like even though, um, I mean, obviously I can't really speak to MS relationships because I've never been in one or I've been really wanting to be in one ever since like I've, I've learned about them. I do highly respect them and a lot of people I highly respect are a part of them. So I just, I wanted to make that clarification that as long as some form of consent at some point is involved, then I right. think that that's, that's an okay thing to have, Yes, you know? Because I feel like there may be several people who are switches that are a slave in their dynamic. And if their if their agreement is that, you know, I submit everything to you to be of service to you and that comes above all things, then technically it should probably come above you being able to top as well. Yeah. You know, but that's kind of individual people's relationships. I just want to say that, like, you know, again, I don't I don't want to shit on that too much. I mean, unless that's your kink. Yeah, unless that's your kink. (laughs) (laughs) No judgment. (laughs) So uh, I guess that kind of brings me to my next thing is that, you know, we're talking about kink and libido discordance and, you know, ways to try to fix that or still feel intimate with each other or how to handle that. What do you do when, um, how do you handle, let's say, that dynamic ending? 
like we were talking earlier about like you know like how much it would break my heart if our if uh, mine and Gigantor's uh, caregiver little dynamic ended. How do you handle when your that level of discordance is just kind of irreparable, and that has to end the dynamic? Hmm. Hopefully, civil. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure a lot of communication would go into it. A lot of heartbreak as well. But, and I guess it depends on the maturity of, of the, the people involved because, so, you know, it doesn't have to be a relationship ender. Mm-hmm. But it might be. Like, it might be something that you're just, you need, you know, yeah. like, like it just, okay, well, that's understandable, but I can't, I can't be here anymore if that's not something I'm going to receive from you. Like, that's, it could happen. Yeah. I don't think it has to be that, but I mean, nothing has to be anything. Yeah. But everything can be anything. So, because, like, if you're, if you're in a dynamic and in a relationship, usually we see those things going hand in hand, but not always the case, right? So, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you have, let's say, one dynamic between you, and you have a relationship, a romantic relationship on top of that, and the dynamic ends then there is potential for the relationship to still be savable if you want that, if your relationship didn't center around your dynamic. True. Right? Yeah. So It would, I, it would be... like, And it, it depends on the people. Yeah. I mean, it really depends on the people because some people would be perfectly fine with it. They'd be like, oh, cool. Like, that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me a bit. And other people will be like, I just can't separate the two. Like, they're, yeah. they're too mixed together I guess because I guess it depends on how you handle I want to say emotion but I don't think it's I don't think it's the right term but relationship isn't really the right term either like because because mm-hmm. they're both going to be relationships like your dynamic is a relationship and your romantic relationship is a relationship and well I guess no because you can have a dynamic with somebody that you that's just a dynamic it's it's yeah yeah like the romantic that, relationship common. doesn't have to yeah, be a part of it. It doesn't even have to have a like, real deep emotional ties. Yeah. So I figure like, that could end pretty easily, I think. Well, not easily meaning it doesn't have to destroy a friendship. Yeah. Or be like, I can't see that person anymore. I just want to say, like, I really like watching Thief here, like, mentally try to figure it out yeah it, i feel yeah. like that's really helpful yeah it, it is helpful yeah my brain is going down different paths and because like, it, it's a nope that one's close okay back up Let's go. okay go down this one yeah. because it's it's a fair thing to say that it can be very complicated so it's really not an easy answer for it so you kind of have to like work and talk it out to figure yeah. out mm-hmm. figure it out that's probably the number one thing i've learned being in this community is there is no one answer to most things the one mm. true way you know because <laughs> yeah you'll be like hey i i kind of i want to do this but i i do this instead is that still that and they're like there, there's no no one answer like yes yeah. you can be into impact play but not like floggers yeah you know like it's there's just because you like one thing doesn't mean you have to like all the things it's like the same thing where like you get to kind of choose your own definition you know of what something means yeah like i i enjoy pain but i'm never going to define myself as being a masochist 
because I feel like the second that I do, knowing that the how most people perceive masochists in the kind of the community at large, I'm like, I'm not quite that, you know? I can't take that level of pain that I feel like a masochist takes, you know? And also, I wouldn't want to project myself out. So, like, uh, when I'm defining myself as someone, oh, I'm, I'm a masochist for someone who I want to play with. And then they multiply be bummed out that I can't take as much as, you know, they would think a masochist would be able to. So for me, I'm just like, that's not really a label that fits me, but I'll say, I like some pain and we can talk about what level I can get to, but... <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's that's valid. That is very valid. Yeah. Because as soon as you said that, my mind, when you said masochist like that, I'm like, greedy. <laughs> so... Like, <laughs> So uh, in my defense, there are plenty of people out there, plenty of players, plenty of masochists, plenty of others that go so much deeper than I could tolerate. Yes. But that perception for me is ah, okay. you are that person that yeah. she's okay. talking about, even though she wasn't talking about you. Like she was just saying that general label that comes along with the, the whole masochist Thank you, thing. I think. Yeah. yeah so, so like oh, if yeah. someone says yeah. like, oh, I'm a masochist, like, oh, like greedy. Yeah. I know one of those. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say because I from from what I've seen of greedy, I can't take what he can and enjoy it. Right. Mm. Yeah. No, I so. couldn't handle the nipple piercing. <laughs> oh. So you you wanna you wanna hear a fantasy of mine? Yes. Hook suspension. Yeah. Okay, I kind of want to do that too. Not gonna lie. Uh huh. But I feel I want, like there's a level of euphoria I would get from that. I want to fly with hooks. <laughs> like that would be my pinnacle. I'm thinking like 30 or 40 hooks, back, legs, arms, Mm -hmm. just six, six hooks. No, I'm, I'm too big for that. That that would, they would rip right out and Mm -hmm. that would not be fun. I don't know. I've seen some pretty, (laughs) well, there there was We're hitting Gigantor's red right now because he he cannot handle piercing anything. Oh, (laughs) okay. These these were wide. Yeah. They were deep. Mm-hmm. Getting my nips deep, done, that that was like, okay, it's solidified. I have to do this at some point in my life. This has to happen. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So we need, let's see. Let me do the math here. Just let me know when <laughs> it happens, and I'll make sure to avoid it. <laughs> oh, when it happens, it's going to be a big thing. Like, I'm, I'm going to do a photo shoot of it. It's going to be a planned out event, and it's going to be invite only. Yeah, so don't send me an invite. <laughs> He's like, leave me off that list. Noted. Lift. Thank you. I'll <laughs> send you the negatives. <laughs> send me no, an invite. No, send me nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> we can send him to Lowe's for more chain. Ooh. Well, that's a good idea. He'll be chain boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll just drop it off like three blocks away. You guys have to come get it. I, I will just... I will be nowhere near. We would just hear it hit the front porch. Be like, Chain's here. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. You hear tires <sighs> screech. <laughs> uh, now I'm fantasizing about hooks. Has, <laughs> has anyone uh, had a part of their relationship that was kink discordant before? doesn't have to be like a dynamic, right? But like, have you ever had a part of your relationship where you're just like, one or one of you has been like, I really want to do this thing, and you just, and the other one says, I really don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh huh. How did you handle that? Left. 
Okay. That's an option. I left the state. <laughs> uh, that may be a little bit extreme. No. <laughs> she wanted to have sex in front of her four-year-old child. Oh, hell. Okay. No. That's not extreme. I, I take that back. Yeah. yeah. Perfectly valid. Mm-hmm. Good Bounce for you. the fuck out. Hey, did, did you call CPS? No, actually. I would have. I probably should have. Well, if you were if you were a state employee, like a teacher or a doctor or something, then yeah, you would have had to. I uh, yeah, I had no idea. I just I didn't know. Like I now I didn't think that much into it. Yeah. N- now just, it's just all hindsight. Yeah. 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 Like like as soon as you said, it, I'm like, yeah, I probably should have done that, but I never thought of that at the time. Like I was just like, yeah. Yeah, like not to like bash you or anything, but I probably wouldn't think of that either. I probably would have just left the state like you. Yeah. I, I just had this image of like your car is already loaded with all your stuff. Oh, it was a great Greyhound busting it. Oh, oh man. Yeah. As far as what I did when uh, when there was the kink discord, I mean, we we were we were still feeling each other out, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay. That's that's not something you want to do. I can respect that. I'm, it wasn't it wasn't like a, a felony act. So <laughs> props to you for recognizing and getting the fuck out of that. But I'm, I'm glad you could see the red flag. Yes, yes. the red sail. Right, <laughs> the Soviet parade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as mine goes, though, I mean. It wasn't the end of the world. I mean, it's something that I don't get to experience, but you know that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. the The niche for that particular kink is small, and i I need to find the right person for that. And the fact that uh, partner A isn't that person, mm-hmm. okay. Is this the no mac mac and cheese thing? How did you know about that? Uh, sorry, you stalker. <laughs> Oh, I feel so. It's, so it's, it's like you guys live together or something, <laughs> right? <laughs> Creepy. It can be. <laughs> hey, or, 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 or maybe he's someone to help you out with it. You know, oh, oh I need I need this to stop. <laughs> You want some mac and cheese? Oh yeah. So like, like you're fine with like hooks being like through someone's skin, but as soon as we start talking about mac and cheese, you're like, oh no, this the, needs to know. I feel like my brain is is gonna automatically make things way worse than what it actually Anemic. is. You don't have to join us. You just have to put your feet in the kiddie pool with us. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else have a fantasy of a kiddie pool filled with those Zorby things, the little yes. tiny? I just want to touch it. I just want to. I just want to just, just kind of slosh into it. What are the Zorbies? Or the, 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 the oh, those little, little beads, little that, tiny like, beads that absorb a shit ton of oh, water and get like a half yeah. inch diameter. Okay. okay. I, I I just kind of think that would be kind of fun. Yeah. It's so weird because like at my job I see them a lot, so like I hold them. I'm like, what what is this? And I pinch it, and I just feel like this crack happen. I'm like, oh wait, there's just so many compacted. There's like a thousand in a pack. You gotta steal them. No. How dude. much do they cost? I don't know because like it doesn't three dollars. Just look on Amazon. Uh, Amazon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Gigantor, <laughs> kink discordance. How have you handled that in relationships? Oh yeah! Wow. Th- thanks for putting me on the spot. <laughs> right. On this. I didn't say you handled it negatively. I feel like this was a setup. The yeah, whole time, this had to right? be a setup. Like I don't <laughs> so know if you guys were. For you to seem how awesome you are. Well, she knew that you were coming with food, 
And she purposely put this topic at the very oh, end. Oh, they selected this topic? Oh, no. We've got another one after this. Mm-hmm. Although we might leave that for next week. Um, wait, wait. What's, what's the question? <laughs> How have you handled uh, there being kink discordance in your relationships? Well. Okay. <laughs> handled it very well. Like, like here's the thing. Like, it, it's the... It's the judge and the jury and the executioner asking me this question. <laughs> More the executioner at the, yeah. at the moment. A plus guest. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for all everything you've given to the podcast. Thank you for your emotional vulnerability. I lo- Thank you for your self-disclosures. He's just Thank like, you. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I just want you to talk about... We've handled it well. Yeah, like I said, well, I answered it correctly. Would you well. like to talk about it? There was no wrong answer. Yeah, there's like, there no wrong answer, but like I got the right answer. You did. Um, I can't think of a particular time. Because um, I, I don't consider any stuff when starting out. Because, like Reedy said, you're feeling each other you're feeling out. feeling each other out, yeah. So, like, I, I wouldn't consider that part of of this um i can think of something just on your past reactions about topics yeah i can think of a few things that were oh, well, then, then, then go ahead and you you won't let me put anything in your butt okay i i think that's valid for myself no that's totally that's perfectly valid i just want to talk about like how we handled that that discordance what did we do about the fact that i wanted to put something in a butt and you wouldn't let me put anything in your butt yeah you got boys that you can put the up butts like there you go there we go yeah exactly yeah. see there, like, that's, i drove that's how you to la it. so you can do that to someone <laughs> for a whole weekend <laughs> you're welcome thank you <laughs> true love will you yeah, yeah true Fire. love is taking your significant other somewhere else out of town so they can do their dream to someone that you've never met it really well, it really is though it's either that or you cave. Yeah. So, I mean, the decision's yours. <laughs> and I would much rather, and I, I mean, obviously, you know how much I appreciate you doing that for me. I would much rather that you do that for me than go, I really don't want this and everything about this makes me feel uncomfortable. But to make you happy, I'm going to let you do this. Like, I, I would much rather that you go, like, please just do this with someone else now and I'll a, help facilitate that. Now I have to ask you that question. Would you do that if he came at you like that? With an answer like that? What do you mean? Would you... Like the, the the way that you were saying if I... If he was like, I don't really want to do this, but I'll let you do it? Uh, uh. Oh, they're thinking about that. That, does, that doesn't mean a hard no. <laughs> it's not a hard no because I'd want to know like what what you're feeling about it. To make you happy. See, okay. So part of the reason why I had that eh about it is because I have... Obviously, Gigantor is not one of them. But I have more submissive partners who are willing to put themselves in um, situations that they don't necessarily feel like they'll get a lot of pleasure out of, but they'll get pleasure out of giving me pleasure of doing it. Yeah. Which is why that's like only a little bit of an ad because I'd want to know where that's coming from. If he feels like he has to do it, that's an absolutely like no. Mm. If he's doing it because he's like, I want you to be happy and I want you to have this experience... We could negotiate it maybe a little bit before I decide if it's a hard no. I don't know if that's a great answer, but no, that's... it's 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 your answer. Yeah, and like what? <laughs> Good why, the reason why I wanted to ask you that was because for the same reasons or for different reasons, I guess. 
my it would be a hard no for me because mm-hmm. the like I need a lot of desire. I need a lot of want out of somebody. If 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 I'm not getting that, if I'm getting that kind of bored look, we're done. Like oh, yeah. I'm I'm stopping because you're just clearly not into it. And I I feel like I'm wasting both of our t- well not so much wasting time, but I feel like I don't want this just to be something that you want to allow me to do. Yeah. Unless that's part of a a thing like if it's you know like the boredom thing is part of the king yeah thing. exactly well i can't boredom it doesn't do it for me no but since i do have a kind of large sadistic streak you know the genuine not getting pleasure from something mm-hmm. not liking something does do something for me which is why i would it's particularly with gigantor would have to really talk to him about it and see where it's coming from. Right. Because I'm like, yeah, no, this will absolutely satisfy me. But if emotionally I feel wrong about it, then I'm not going to want to engage in that with him, even if it, for him it was to make me happy. So. I understand. Other partners, though, I'm just like, oh, you don't like this? It doesn't feel good? Good. Mm. <laughs> 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 If that's part of your pre-negotiated dynamic, then yeah. by all means, do it. Exactly. Like, as long as it's, con- like, obviously, like, informed consent yes. is yeah. happening there, then absolutely yes. <laughs> well, that brings up the point. I mean, if uh, Gigantor were to say, you know, okay, I will let you put stuff in my butt because that's something that you want to do and I want to make you happy. Mm-hmm. That's informed consent. That is. Yeah. Yep. It's not enthusiastic, though. No, it's it's. But I mean, the way you said I, it is a little more enthusiastic. Like I it's, disagree that it's not enthusiastic. Okay. I mean, he's not gung ho about it, but he's not. Well, okay. Yeah, it doesn't he's, feel he's, like coercion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah you're he's, right. He's you're stating right. that this is this is something I am choosing to do. So as far as enthusiastic goes, that is, is the enthusiasm, enthusiasm that yeah. is needed. I just so, like how this conversation right. is just a hypothetical me. No, there's nothing like, hypothetical yeah, it's, about it's it. You hypothetical. Just gave, you just gave consent. <laughs> enthusiastically. <laughs> yeah, hypothetically. No, no hypothetical. No, 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 no. You, you gave consent. Don't worry. I, and just like you asked, I will not be cutting off my acrylics first. Oh. You're going to get some uh, some good old asshole torture. Some ass lacerations. <laughs> from but we'll nails. talk more about it in 20 years. <laughs> now, see, there's a timeline. There we go. This is valid. It's valid. Oh, you fucked when, up. When you our sex life somehow we'll talk dies more down. more about this in 20 years. That's true. <laughs> it done fucked up, A.A. Ron. <laughs> I can't imagine our sex life ever being boring. There's just too many things to do that we both really like. <laughs> but, you know. One day when we're old and decrepit in the nursing home, and I sit no. there and I'm just and I'm like, "Hey, like, you can put up my butt now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, exactly. That, that will be the day. You're like, I'm not, I'm not getting off by beating you up anymore. So I guess you could put it in my butt like, and try something new. I can't feel anything below my waist. It's it's time, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do all this in front of the workers. <laughs> Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Gurgle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. If you're coming up from between your female presenting partner's legs before they are a human super soaker, you're not doing your job right. Okay. I mean, 
mean, I'm going to be the bearer of bad news again. Uh, not only does not everyone um, no no not can, everybody not everybody can squirt can and gush, not, but can not everybody like can get wet okay just put that out there i'm just saying just saying okay so we need but to otherwise find, typically i we totally need to find agree a, with you we need to find a different method of delivery then because yes the human super soaker is understood but not necessarily applicable to everybody yes. I, I have a like legit question about you said not not every um woman can get wet is that kind of like the Female version of like erectile dysfunction, or no, they no. can be highly aroused. Okay, and like they even like their clitoris will swell up and stuff like that, but they don't always um, secrete enough natural. But like, natural it, natural it, isn't that the same thing with the guys? Because like you can be like fully aroused, but like you just can't get hard. But you mm. yourself will be aroused. Word. Uh, no, it's it's more it more equates to uh, pre cum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. some guys okay. produce a rather prodigious amount of pre-cum others produce almost none mm-hmm. so I, I would i would say it's closer to that than okay tablespoons versus versus um trip trip milliliters milliliters okay we can go with that mm. microliters tablespoons versus an eyedropper oh eyedropper right there at the tip what are we doing again? I don't know. I don't know, but I want to hear what you're talking <laughs> we about. We got railroaded right right there at the tip. <laughs> anyway, I think we may have talked that to death. And I think that the, the general answer is is that uh, we don't have the answer because every relationship is very different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just personal experience with our own relationships. Yeah. And I think yeah. that that's, that's at least good to give because, you know, it may work for someone. And yeah. that's what matters. So I guess that the... What oh you know our uh, we should probably give a word of the day, Gigantor. Oh. What's what's the word of the day? Tip. Tip. T I P. Just the tip. Just the tip. Tip your sex workers because we've been through some shit the past few weeks with this whole OnlyFans thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What the hell? Yeah. I still say fuck OnlyFans like that. I yeah. still have a stance of fuck because oh one hundred percent. The only reason they reversed course was because of the like like so, if they so were thief. seriously hold on, if they were yeah. seriously trying to support their supporter or their their like I almost called them fucking patreons <laughs> <laughs> if they were they're trying to support or... then they would have been like hey everybody this is what Visa is making us do please contact them and let them know that you don't appreciate yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so they didn't do that. For the listeners who are not aware of what's going on with OnlyFans, and even what's going on with OnlyFans? What, well, what's been going on this week? OnlyFans was only kidding. It's fine. They were uh, threatening to remove, I don't think it was technically all adult content. No, it was but suggestive it, and... Yeah, so they would allow like nudity to be on there, on there, but nothing past nudity to be on their uh, on their website because their deal with I think it was Mastercard, um, which is their main payment processor, uh, says that they couldn't have anything that was sex work oriented or right. like too much adult content oriented and still be supported by Mastercard. Which was the same thing that <laughs> happened to, to Tumblr, right? Yeah. Uh, no, Tumblr, what Tumblr it did... PayPal. N- what was it? No, Tumblr's thing was uh, in order to try to prevent as much child pornography 
was the idea, right? And it's the same thing. Pornhub did this as well too, but it also has something to do with payment processing. So that may be what you're thinking of. Okay. Um, but with Tumblr, to try to help prevent the spread of child pornography uh, and human trafficking, they decided that they didn't want any sort of explicit content at all on their um, on their website. For them, they define explicit content as anything that was nudity or like adult oriented or sexual in nature. But you know, pictures of Nazis is just fine. Same thing with Mastercard. You know, they don't want any sort of porn or anything that could be suggestive of sexual content. But they support a lot of websites that sell pictures of Hitler on a t-shirt, and that's totally fine. So, you know, where are their priorities? I really don't know. But anyway, OnlyFans decided that they were going to stick with their sex workers. I think just yesterday is when I got the email about it. They're going to stick up for their sex workers, their, you know, horses that are making them money still. Right, the 20% that they're getting from everybody. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Is it just 20%? I thought they were making, like, a Oh, they make make a 20% off of each of my sales. Doesn't matter if it's a tip. It doesn't matter if it's a a direct sale. Doesn't matter if it's a subscription. So I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what is... OnlyFans, like what percentage of OnlyFans revenue is from sex workers? Probably ninety. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, should, I shouldn't say because I honestly have no idea. Like there I, could be. I, no I would the, be surprised. The yeah. only way I ever knew about OnlyFans was due to sex work. Yeah, exactly. that was me it. too. Yeah, and when I when I found out that there was like people on there that didn't do sex work, I was like, oh shit, really? Like, I was surprised. I was legit surprised. I was what, I, like, what I thought was like, why don't you just go to Patreon? <laughs> right? Well, that, that was my thought. And I knew I knew that paper, paper, people had Patreon accounts, too, where mm-hmm. they were selling sex work. So I didn't know that that wasn't allowed at Patreon. Oh. I also don't think you can do... You you would one of you would probably know better. I don't know which one of you uh, checks the Patreon more often. I don't think you can do direct sales through Patreon. I think it's only um, tiers. You have right. you have access to a tier. Um, some sex workers will have their OnlyFans. Sometimes even their OnlyFans is free, but you pay for the content that you want yeah. to unlock it. So you know you pay ten dollars for this particular video or this particular photo set, um, and that's the way that they tend to make their money. Yep. I know that for me, the system that has worked for me and a few other creators that I'm friends with is that you charge a fee for your OnlyFans so that you, they get a base access to something right. so that they are continuously coming back. And then for extra special content like videos or anything that's more than a short clip, then you could charge them for that clip and offer it to them. Nice. So, that's the way it's worked for me. Not that I've made a whole lot of money off of OnlyFans, but... I've heard that, that Twitter is offering a way to tip people now, too. Um, I did see that they were able to monetize things like Twitter spaces. Uh, oh, okay. So, like, Maybe if you want to have access to be able to speak to a particular creator, then you have to pay for access to that. But that's the most that I've seen in regards to that. I mean, frankly, that's where I get most of my porn off of Twitter. Whenever I want free porn, I'm usually getting off of Twitter. And even then, if I find someone I really like, I usually end up paying for the OnlyFans anyway. Right. <laughs> some good there's stuff. Some, yeah, there's some amazing stuff okay, out there. Uh, real quick, real quick, uh, a little, little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Um, in the last uh, couple of weeks, uh, OnlyFans has seen sought uh, financing from investors at a $1 billion valuation. 
but venture capital firms are being very wary of associating themselves with anything adult content. Yeah. So that on top of the credit card companies saying, hey, we aren't going to do this if you do that. That's what's pushing them. They're, they're trying to appease the the money, the, the financial institutions. Yeah. Right. But you can't appraise yourself at a billion dollars based on the content that built you and then ha- take all that away and expect to be a billion a dollar, company. Billion dollar yeah. company yeah you're mm-hmm. gonna be a five hundred thousand dollar company at best uh-huh yep but everything you said at the very beginning about this only fans things uh thief it, i completely agree with you i actually said this to anemic last night of like like wh- wh- why the hell are they doing this why are people celebrating that only fans kind of reverse course it wasn't because of what the actual users like right. wanted is because the banks like oh you're gonna lose 90 percent of your income right yeah when you know the first hour after only fans you know came out with that remark about you know oh we're gonna phase all this out websites like fansly had four thousand uh like was, applications yep. i think you know they were like hell yeah shut uh-huh. it down shut so, that motherfucker down frankly when i have some time i probably am gonna go ahead and apply to some other sites for to get membership through there. I mean, yeah. and honestly, it just, you know, I'm going to end up sticking with OnlyFans too, even though they've obviously have burned us because that's where I get most of my revenue from. And that's mm-hmm. what people know right now too. Exactly. Like it, it's what they know. And that was kind of the biggest concern for a lot of sex workers was just like, no matter what, you're not going to get all your subscribers over to another format. No, you're not. It's just, you're going to, you're going to lose some. All by most. Yeah. And that was just... my, my big concern. It's gonna bounce. So if I if I may recommend, as you are an adult worker mm-hmm. on OnlyFans, have those other other services set up, devote time to them as well. Oh yeah, and like diversify just like just like any other market, any any other financial market. Diversify your portfolio. You know. Yeah, and it's just some of them are better for certain things. You know, no, no for doubt. No for uh, folks, I have um. I have a couple of friends where most of their revenue comes from specifically from videos. Mm-hmm. Most of mine comes from photo sets and from customs, but most of their revenue comes from videos. And so they're like, yeah, OnlyFans is great, but we really can make the big money off of, I think it was mini, mini vids yep. or just for fans, something that specializes that's a little bit better with videos. So they, they recommended the same thing too. They're like, you know what? You may as well just be on everything because you're going to get subscribers across everything and just make sure you have your email notifications on so that you don't have to check them constantly to know when to cash out or when you've gotten a message from a fan. Uh-huh. So anyway, that was, that was an unexpected addition, but I quite like the fact that we talked about that. So I, I got curious. to be angry and rant. I am curious if this was just a publicity stunt. Oh, no. I, mean, I, mean, I don't think so because it's happened to, it happened to Pornhub recently. With the whole payment processing issues. Oh, that's what it was. It wasn't like PayPal not wanting to process the payments through with Pornhub. I want to say uh, it was, but I don't know if it was PayPal or another Mastercard thing. Because I, I feel yeah, like it's, PayPal had its own thing with this. Well, yeah. and and it it might not be Mastercard or Visa or Discovery or you know any card specific. There's a system. That allows credit cards to be used, and, I, and for some reason I cannot remember what the name of the system was, but um, that is the one that has like the the overreaching, overzealous, high up overlords, because they. When I I worked at a business where our business was one hundred percent through credit cards, mm-hmm. it was credit card business. So 
like they told us, hey, you've had too many chargebacks and we're suspending your services. And it just killed the business because that was how we made money. And it was like, and we, it was a ticket sales and it was for some master's tickets to golf big thing or whatever. And it was like $13,000 tickets. And the guy that wanted them, we were like, okay, well, we have to do this very carefully. Like, we can't just take your credit card and call it good. Like, we're going to need you to go to the bank. We're going to need you to have the bank manager call us. We're going to need you to add information to your account that we can verify through our system so that we can verify that you are who you are and you have access to that bank that you're supposed to have access to so that you're not like stolen credit card or, you know, anything like that. And they did all of that and they still did a chargeback on it. And we got fucked. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that's really annoying is that these people who are specifically pushing these companies, not only fans, like I said, like the payment processing companies, uh, to to not support sex workers, we're saying, because you're encouraging uh, child pornography is what they're usually going for. That's such bullshit. It is, especially when you're, like, with Pornhub, okay, you know what? I'll get that. Pornhub needed the override that they did. You know, they needed to start verifying their performers. They needed yes. to, they needed it because there was there was honest to God child pornography that has slipped in through there. That's um, I, I have I th- But that's the I exception. Like, it's not yeah. the rule. I mean I'm yeah. not trying to justify child no. porn. No. But but that is the exception. And that's gonna the, happen the, anywhere. And the, I mean, but the thing that really pisses me off about OnlyFans though, is that it's not like there are sixteen year olds making OnlyFans accounts to put their nudes on because they have this the amount of vetting they have to do they need to have like both sides of your id then they also do like a facial scanner on you and then they have a real life person on the other side go through all of your stuff before they vet you and verify you on there yeah you know so so they know who you are and if you put up some sort of child porn guess who's getting your profile like that. Exactly. The fucking feds, and they're going to knock the shit out of your door and probably bust in a couple of teeth as they're dragging you kicking and screaming to federal prison. Well, probably not. They probably won't do anything, but they should do all of that. <laughs> Let me have my fantasy here. Okay? okay? <laughs> I, I already have such such lack of faith in our justice system as is. Let me have this. All right. Anyway, that was that was a fundamental for ranting. We talked about all different kinds of stuff, and we talked about OnlyFans, something that I didn't realize we all had such passionate opinions about. But I'm really glad I'm not the only one. Nope, not at all. Support sex workers. There's been Tip a lot workers. of that this this episode. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I feel like there's been some some bonding here. There's been some bonding. There's been some weight lifted off of my chest. I think our listener. I'm suddenly thinking about weight on her chest. <laughs> I think our listeners are actually going to make a connection with this episode too. So, I certainly listeners, hope so. we love you all. Absolutely. We do. Go support a sex worker. Yes. Right. L- l- look up anemic. Oh, shh. Let greedy speak. Yes. Thief, have you got any final thoughts? Um. Yeah. I mean, just know that the difference between a circus and a brothel is a circus has a cunning array of stunts. <laughs> Gigantor, final thoughts? I'm tired and hungry.
Same. That's my final thought. <laughs> let me let him catch oh a breath first. <laughs> I need to allow him to stop laughing long enough to formulate a final thought. Well, anemic. Do you have any final thoughts? Tip your sex workers. Holy fuck. <laughs> Thank you for the final thought, Greedy. Anyway. <laughs> we are out. Bye. Bye.